welcome to the Success with Employees podcast by The People Mentor. Happy listening. Welcome to my very first podcast as part of the Success with Employees set. I hope you find these useful. Let's begin. Difficult conversation. Two words that strike fear into the heart of any manager. No matter how experienced you are or how many times you feel like you've gone into battle before. When I was thinking about the direction I wanted to approach difficult conversations from for this podcast, it struck me that the most helpful thing for you would be for me to get real. I've written plenty on difficult conversations, the theory and the practice. Do a quick Google search and you'll find loads of the same kind of thing. How to have difficult conversations. Five steps to having a difficult conversation. They give a good overview of the topic. But the problem is we are human. Our conversations, reactions and actions don't follow a formula. Asking someone to be calm doesn't always get the desired result, and I can vouch for that. In fact, it can have quite the opposite effect. Sometimes we will fail to keep our emotions in check. And in this podcast, I want to talk about some of my experiences with difficult conversations. Why they don't always go the way you want them to. And why, actually, that's perfectly okay. When I think about the difficult conversations I've had, and there have been many, a few examples stick in my mind. In one role, I got promoted. I had a manager who wasn't at all happy that I'd got the job because she'd gone for it as well. She went out of her way to make my life a misery. And one day, I'd just had enough. I took her in for a one-to-one and things got quite heated. In fact, if I'm really honest, I ended up in tears. She was shouting and being awful, so I asked her to take some time out. I explained what behaviour I'd witnessed from her and then I asked her what I could do to help her accept that I'd been given the job role so we could move forward. It was then that she tried to tell me that nobody had ever told her about her conduct before. At this point, I pulled out her personnel file, which contained evidence that she'd had issues with previous managers. I suggested she took time out, and we agreed to meet again after lunch to carry on the conversation. When she came back, she was so much more relaxed. She said that she had probably been told about her conduct before, but it had obviously never registered with her. She accepted what I was saying, and said she would change. In fact, she did more than change. She became an absolute real asset. And one of her skills was communication, and we were bringing in a major change. I'd taken a week's holiday, and when I came back, I found that she'd got the other managers together and arranged a frequently asked question spot so staff could ask the questions they wanted answers to. This lady became a real asset once she accepted that I had got the job role and she just had to get on with me.
The moral of this story, uh, there's nothing wrong with admitting that sometimes people can get to you. It's about how you navigate and get yourself out of that situation. Sometimes having difficult conversations is not as easy as going into a room and working through a mental checklist, especially if the other person has a real bee in their bonnet. Speaking about someone who has a bee in their bonnet, I once had to deal with a very aggressive person. And as you know that if you've ever had to do it, it can be quite frightening to go into a conversation with someone like that. I took over managing this employee who was known for being aggressive and she was upsetting everyone in meetings. I knew I had to tackle it and I knew that I needed help to do this. I spoke to a previous manager who admitted to me that she had been frightened of her and I asked her if she had any tips on how to manage the employee. She told me before you engage with her, slow your breathing down so you're calm and present almost verging on mindfulness. This will stop your emotions running away with you. I took a tip into the meeting with this employee and although I was dreading it, it went better than expected. I stayed calm, gave her the time to reply when I asked her a question and spoke about what she was like in meetings and how people were getting fed up of it. I told her that I had noticed this. It was fact, not my opinion. We came to an agreement that if she was getting a bit much in meetings, I would put my hand up as a sign for her to pull back. She was a very passionate person, but she didn't understand the effect it was having on people until we had that conversation. The bottom line with difficult conversations is that yes, you can learn some general tips for how to enter into them and how to conduct yourself, but you never know how they are going to go. It's okay to get upset. It's okay to worry about having a difficult conversation. It's okay to go and get tips and advice from someone else to help you. It's okay if it all goes pear-shaped because you learn from it. As managers, we all come across situations that we don't want to handle, but we have to. People feel ashamed about the idea of getting upset at work. I felt like that and wondered if I was a rubbish manager because I felt like I couldn't deal with something that I should have been able to deal with. But I wasn't a rubbish manager. I was just human and so are you. When tensions run high and something has been bugging you for so long, there comes a point when it inevitably spills over. There are some other lessons I've learned about difficult conversations too and I want to share them with you. If you have any top tips, I'd love you to share them with me. The first thing I've learned is to think before you speak or write an email. Never respond when you are stressed, tired or angry because it won't end well. Take time out and reschedule the conversation or send the email when you feel a bit more balanced. The second lesson is to focus on solving issues with the other person, not blaming them for things. Playing the blame game can make the other person defensive and you won't be able to have a fruitful conversation with a good outcome. My third lesson is make sure you accept and understand the other person's 
perspective. Listen to them and pause before you respond. And the fourth lesson and the final one is ask what stories you are telling yourself before you go into the conversations. Have you already decided that the person you need to have the difficult conversations with is rude, aggressive and a bad person? Stick to the facts, leave the opinions and anything personal out of it. And finally, if in doubt, take time out. If you're having a difficult conversation and it's going wrong, take the time out. There's nothing wrong with taking a step back. It might give you and the other person time to calm down, gain some perspective and start the conversation from a more reasonable place later on. Well, that's the end of this podcast, the first one in this new series. I hope you found it useful. Just as a by the by, if you're a small employer and you're feeling overwhelmed having taken on new employees, or you're struggling to know where to begin and you're just muddling along, then my Success with Employees membership will give you clarity and support to move you forward and to build a high-performing team. If you would like more details, then pop along to www.thepeoplementor.co.uk. Well, that's it for today. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you need any help or advice, please contact Nicola on Nicola Richardson at thepeoplementor.co.uk. The People Mentor, driving your business forward through the Success with Employees membership for small employers.